Good morning and welcome to A Penny for Your Thoughts with Brian Barnhart on News Talk 1400 WDWS. For over 60 years, East Central Illinois' daily gathering spot for conversation, dialogue, and ideas. You can join in on the phone, online, or via a text. Our phone number is 217-356-9397. Email talk at WDWS.com or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Now, here's Brian Barnhart. Hey, good morning. Welcome. Penny for your thoughts on a Tuesday, December the 11th. So glad you're with us wherever, however you might be listening to the show. We're here every day, 9 to 11, most days, except a couple of days during the month when we have On the Money, and that'll be the case today. We'll have On the Money, Paul Rudy and his team, all things money matter related, investments and so forth, all of that coming up in the 10 o'clock hour. So just an hour for me, we'll call it the uh, Tuesday Sprint. It'll be quick. Glad you're with us. And the numbers again, 3569397. You can text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line 3515357 or email us on any topic at uh, talk at wdws.com. Had uh, most of the day off yesterday. Uh, of course, Scott Beatty, uh, thanks to him for sitting in with Lauren Tate yesterday on the Monday morning quarterbacks. Of course, lots of volleyball talk. That's been the uh, the buzz around town as they get ready to head out. We'll have some details and when they're leaving and all of that and uh, different rallies and different events that will be in and around the Final Four match coming up on Thursday night for Illini Volleyball against a familiar foe in Nebraska, a team they split with during the regular season. BYU and Stanford in the other semifinal. And, of course, Stanford coached by former Illini head coach Kevin Hamley. A lot of uh, interesting tie-ins between these four teams as they get ready to battle starting on Thursday. But had a good weekend. Uh, enjoyed a day off yesterday, most of the day. We had a uh, Brad Underwood radio show last night out at Buffalo Wild Wings for the network. Back at it here today for an hour. And then back to a full two-hour show coming up tomorrow. We're on Penny for your thoughts. A quick break. We'll get the phone calls going, the emails and texts, whatever topic you want to discuss. It is fair game back after this quick timeout here on DWS. All right, we're two weeks out. Two weeks from today is Christmas. Three weeks from today is 2019, so we're uh, zipping our way through the month. We're on December the 11th now. Good to be back with you. Just an hour for me today, and then the On the Money folks. If you want to get in with me anyway, you'll need to do it in the next hour. 3569397. You can text us, 3515357. Of course, uh, the president meeting with uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer today. You've heard that from CBS regarding the Budget, I guess, spending resolution slash building of the wall. Brexit vote put off in Parliament until after the new year. That's across the pond over in Britain. Unit 4 hires a communications specialist. They've gotten so many questions, it appears, on the, all of the building and bonds and you know building of new buildings and tearing down of old buildings and so forth. So they've hired a communications specialist for that. Urbana City Council and Solar Farms. That took another step uh, last night. Illini Volleyball heading north. The Seahawks helped the Bears out last night. The Bears, of course, beat the Rams 
on Sunday night, and the Vikings, who have been battling the Bears in the division, got beat out in Seattle. Uh, those Seattle uniforms, those may have been the worst-looking ones I've ever seen. Lime green of some sort, head to toe. <laughs> that looked awful. Kansas, number one in the most recent basketball poll, will be out at uh, Carl at the Fields tomorrow from 9 to 11. Among our guests will be Dr. Jim Leonard, who uh, also, I understand, is now an author. We'll talk to him about that, among other things. Uh, Thursday, we'll have an open line most of the show. Humane Society will join us near the end. And on Friday, we'll hear about the ho-ho-ho run. Uh, open line, and then a rock and roll show with Jerome Chambers and Mike Hale. We were going to do near the end of November, moving that up uh, to the end of this week. And then uh, next week, Rod Cardinal, Jim Angel, and Judge Jason Baum and getting ready for the bragging rights game. All of that next week as we get ready for Christmas as well. All right, to the phones we go here. Our leadoff hitter today is Greg. Hi, Greg. Good morning. Hello, Brian. Hey, last night, uh, Channel 3 had a nice story about Jimmy John, the sandwich uh, shop guy. Yeah, I heard he, that. Uh, he went to three Walmarts and paid $80,000 for people's uh, Christmas layaway stuff. And I saw nothing about that in the News Gazette this morning. You know, that's a pretty big story, and you'd think they'd pick up on that. But Yeah, uh, that is a big story. I, I don't know uh, I don't know when exactly that, if it transpired late yesterday, or even though it was on the news late last night. But Well, this morning I saw it on a, on a news story from Roanoke, Virginia. A CBS TV station had picked it up, probably from Channel 3's, that news feed that they put out to all their affiliates, mm -hmm. or the uh, CBS stations. Oh, yeah. Hmm. But I, I don't read the print edition i read it on the internet and i i didn't see anything on there but i also read the story about the two guys from the fbi that uh, arrested blagojevich in chicago 10 years ago yeah that dan kane he's a local guy he's from uh, tuscola illinois u of i grad hmm is that the uh, did jim die mention all that in his article was it he just mentioned dan kane and this other guy but yeah. uh there's a, a good article. I think I linked a uh, Chicago Magazine piece to that story. Oh, okay. But I remember when that happened, the uh, CNN, all the what used to be news channels, were carrying the uh, the reading of the indictment, and Dan Kane was the offendant, the guy that was reading it. And uh, I was watching CNN. I thought, well, hell, that's uh, that's Dan Kane from Tuscola. <laughs> Yep, well, you're right. I'm looking at uh, Jim Dye's story right now. Yeah, that's uh, pretty interesting. I remember, I forget, we were somewhere on the road when that happened uh, for basketball. I just remember hearing about all that and was, uh, it was pretty, I mean, it, I guess it, I don't know if it was surprising, but it was shocking how swift it happened once they decided to do it. Well, if you read the article, it, the the complete article in Chicago Magazine, they they went to Blagojevich's house, and well, they called him and told him they were coming and getting him, and, mm -hmm. and he couldn't believe it. And then when he got there, he wouldn't get off of his cell phone, and he asked to be excused. And, and they say in the article now that they probably should have went in with him because they didn't know what he might do. You know, he might kill himself or something. But uh, yeah, they put the handcuffs on him, and he, he asked Dan Kane, he says, my hair look all right? <laughs> so, well, he, he, he wasn't self-focused, was he? <laughs> no. no. Yeah, you're, what you're but saying is true. What? It says here agents told him to hang up the phone, 
but he continued talking, so the agents had to take the phone from him. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. He's right where he needs to be, and I hope he does every day of it. The only thing about Blagojevich I wish we could do is get him back here and put him in an Illinois penitentiary for 10 or 15 years. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what year he's up to. Is it seven or eight now? I think I think he's eligible for parole in 2024. So, oh, is that right? 2024. Okay, yeah. well, we're getting closer. And I was I was also reading uh, on a blog from Chicago. They said that the uh, the they said that they thought maybe on Ronner's way out he might uh, he might give Blago a full pardon. But I don't know if he could do that. But you know that was a federal crime. But they said that would be just one last thing to uh infuriate the democrats hmm. well <laughs> yeah there was a lot of talk about that a few months ago and it's just kind of frittered away here lately but the thing i can't understand about Bogoyevich, pat quinn had to be in on it durbin all the top democrats were in on it and i'm surprised Bogoyevich hadn't ratted some of those guys out hmm. he may he may when he gets out but i think i don't i think he's probably scared to death he'll be killed in prison if he does something like that yeah, I don't you know, know what kind of what, what kind of is he in a minimum? Um, you know, I don't. He's not in a maximum prison or anything like that, is he? I mean, he's pretty. This is pretty minimum. He's in he's in Englewood, Colorado. It's kind yeah. of a blue collar. Okay. Other than, uh, it's kind of like that place in uh, Minnesota where Dan Walker went, but I don't think they've got a golf course out there in Colorado. <laughs> at the place he's at, but yeah. All right. No, he's not. He, he's not in Terre Haute or anything, but he should be. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Greg. Uh-huh. Appreciate it. Yeah, Jim Dye with the uh, anniversary note of Blagojevich getting arrested of what, December 9th, I guess is when it was. All of that happened. Uh, good morning, Brian. Congrats to our women's volleyball team on reaching the Final Four. Brian, do you think our volleyball team can match up with Stanford? I think they match up with anybody, to be honest. Uh, I think the biggest thing that this team has, and Dave Lone certainly is more, much more of an expert on this than I am, but just listening to... Uh, Dave, and also talking with Chris Thomas a little bit, our rotations are strong enough, we're deep enough at all the different positions that when you have all the different matchups that can occur in a volleyball match, we don't lose, we don't drop off very much. So, and some teams maybe are top-heavy with, you know, certain positions uh, on the court. They're better at some positions than others. And when they rotate through, then you get weak in certain spots. And it doesn't seem to be the case with this uh, Illinois team. 918 here at DWS. Back to the phones here to Jim. Good morning, Jim. Yes, good morning. Uh, Brian, uh, I want to talk a little bit about our illustrious Senator Durbin was on the radio this morning. He said that border wall is, uh, we don't need the border wall. He said, uh, you know, we could uh, do this with uh, electronics and more people. Brian, do you remember Hands Across America a few years ago? I do. <laughs> well, I was up in Rantoul, and they had a, a deal there. They got, I don't know, maybe six blocks. But anyway, this is what we would have to have down there on the border. We'd have to have Hands Across the Border to stop these people. And uh, if we don't, you know, he says, all oh, electronics and all this stuff. Okay, what's that going to cost? They're talking about they don't want to fund this, you know. Well, I guess we can just do it for nothing if we don't put the wall up. 
And Brian, let me ask you this. I'm going to ask you a question. Have you ever seen a Border Patrol uh, where they've interviewed him, uh, a Border Patrol agent on ABC, CBS, or any of these mainstream media? Have you ever seen any of them interviewed? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know exactly who they're interviewing. I've seen different people interview that work in that area. Um, well, that, that they say what, that, I think that, I've seen the director of the Border Patrol or the chief or whatever. He's, he's in charge of the Border Patrol down there. I've seen him two or three times. And he has said there's only one way we can stop these people, and this is a border wall. He said once they touch the... Uh, you can have all the electronics you want, and and all the the uh, uh, drones and that. But once they step foot on them on the American soil, they're, they're catch and release. That's the way it is now. Mm-hmm. Okay, you cannot stop them unless you have a a border wall. It's some kind of a wall. Mm. And a, a physical physical wall. Yeah. It keeps denying that is beyond me. Well, it isn't beyond me because you know, I know, and everybody that's got any kind of a IQ above two points above plant life know that they want these people in there for votes. Every one of them know that. Now he had, all he did this morning was tell a big fib. No, it wasn't a fib. It was a damnable lie that we can stop these people with. Uh, electronics and more people. We can't do that. The only way you're going to do it is put a a uh, something in front of them that they can't walk through. And I don't know why people don't want. I mean, I you know, look look what we're spending mm-hmm. on the people out there, the illegal immigrants in the housing, and we got veterans, and I'm a veteran, and it really ticks me off that these veterans are laying on the street and we're worried about these illegal immigrants and we're worried and they don't these these democrats don't give a tinker's damn about these kids that are being separated they want to use that as the political uh Mm. you know the talk Mm -hmm. and they want them votes why don't they uh come out with a, a plan for them veterans that are laying out on the street. I mean, you see them, you ain't going to see them on ABC, CBS, or CNN, but you'll see them on Fox. They're laying on the street out in California and Chicago and all that, and we don't uh, appropriate a damnable dime to help these veterans and the homeless. But yeah. we're sure giving a lot of money to these illegal immigrants. All right. So it's about time we do something for our own people instead of these people. And we don't have 11 million here. We have close to 22 million illegal immigrants here. So, okay, Brian. Right. Hey, thank you. Okay. Appreciate it. Thank you. 356-9397. I have heard the, uh, you know, I, and I don't know, I have to talk to my brother a little bit. He's doing some work in this area, but I'm trying to figure out um, you know, I mean, there's the old thing. Do you actually build a physical wall for all those? How many thousands of miles is it from San Diego to El Paso and down along the Texas border with the Rio Grande? Or if you, I've also heard people say, well, if you build a 30 foot wall, they'll get a 32 foot ladder, you know, and go over the top. I mean, I don't know what the uh, electronic ability is. Maybe 
Um, ought to have somebody on sometime that can kind of explain how that would work. I think wall has always been kind of a broad term. But I think as a whole, the people that uh, were upset in the last election, you know, back in 2016 about immigration, say let's do something about the border. We can't have just people pouring across or we don't have a nation anymore. But uh, then there are other people, obviously, that differ and say, no, we're a welcoming nation. We should have everybody in, although politically you can't really say let everybody in right now because that's not politically safe. But um, you can advocate for policies that that ends up being the end result. But anyway, so that's kind of where we are right now, and that's what this whole budget dispute is about, is about the wall and the, the leverage, possibly, of shutting down the government or at least partially the government. Part of it's already funded, I guess. All right, a uh, break. Back with more after this. Penny, for your thoughts, News Talk 1400 DWS. Just some open line time here today. If you'd like to uh, jump in at any point, you can certainly do that, 3569397. You can always text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357, or you can email us, talk at wdws.com. There will be a uh, send-off for the volleyball team Today, Tuesday at 5.30 at Huff Hall, it's open to the public. Parking lots around Huff will be open. There is a a pre-match pep rally up in Minneapolis. If you're headed up there, Thursday at 5.30 at the Poor House, you can call 333-6595 to RSVP for that. There's a local watch party at Buffalo Wild Wings in Savoy, 8 o'clock on Thursday night. The uh, national semifinal versus Nebraska starts at 8 WDWS here and WHMS, our sister station, will air the match. Pre-game coverage starting at 7.30. The match will also be on ESPN. If the Illini advance, and they are, they'll play for the national title 8 p.m. Saturday. That match also on DWS and HMS and televised on ESPN2. And there will be a season celebration Sunday at 1 o'clock at Huff Hall. It's open to the public. Parking lots around Huff will be open. So if you're making plans, supporting the volleyball team, whether it's here or there or watching, we have all the information. You can uh, always check it out. Available wdws.com. To the phones we go at nine twenty nine. Here's Brian. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Brian. How are you? Good, sir. Good. Uh, I want to kind of add to what the previous caller was saying about the border wall and Durban and stuff. Mm-hmm. I-, I agree with one hundred percent. That the big problem is even if we do add electronics and catch and release. The moment they step one foot in this country, it's cash and release, and they rarely ever show up for the court dates, which means they now are in the country and the radar and getting everything free. And, and if they do work, they're taking jobs from America. Well, and so, so I mean, do, do you think you physically have to build a wall the entire way? No, no. no. Uh, and I don't think Trump said it either. I think mm-hmm. if I could be wrong on this, but if I remember right, it was at the most open points where they're doing the most crop. Mm-hmm. If, if I remember right, I could be wrong. But if, if worst case scenario, I'll build a wall. And if we need money to do it, just shut off all public aid to every illegal immigrant. That would save us multiple billions of dollars. What do you, what do you uh, think of what, do you, what did you think of his idea of making having them wait in Mexico, kind of a waiting room? 
So that would eliminate the process, you know, I guess help the judges and the courts down there to not be overwhelmed. That would be good if you could do that. But if, if I could, if I remember correctly, was it back in the 30s? Or was it, I'm trying to remember the exact dates. But uh, for a while there, for a decade or two, we quit taking immigrants in in the 20th century for a couple of decades to let the ones that already come in assimilate. Yeah, no, that's right. That was the policy for, for you know, yeah. like you say, a couple of decades at least. Yeah, and I, I forgot the dates, and I apologize for that. But uh, that means we're just being overwhelmed. And, you know, I do care about people, but a lot of these people are not people trying to better themselves. They're people trying to align with criminals, hardcore criminals. And there is a human sex trafficking going on both ways across that border, plus the drug traffic. And so you got people like Durbin who's probably benefiting, A, from the vote. And from whatever else, maybe financially is getting kickbacks or something. But a lot of these politicians, they want the cheap labor. They want the vote. They they do not care about the United States citizens. And uh, that's like, a lot of that's in both parties. A lot of that's in both parties. And I, I'm so I'm so disgusted going to restaurants. If I go into a restaurant and the entire back kitchen line is all speaking Spanish, not a word of English. It's horrific. Those are jobs Americans could be working. And, and we're not working them. And at that point, we need to quit. We just need to cut immigration period for a while, so we get a handle on what our country is doing. It, now people need to research just how many billions every year the federal government spends on illegals. Then, all the state governments spend on illegals. Illinois spends a couple billion every year. Every state across the union is probably spending tons of money on them. You add that up, that's a massive amount of money spent just to take care of illegal aliens. Not to mention the cost of incarcerating some of them in federal prison. Yeah, well, I, I, I think there obviously it's a big problem. I would be careful, you know, just because somebody speaks Spanish and they're working in a restaurant doesn't mean they're here illegally. I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, are here illegally that happen to speak Spanish. So, I mean, that's kind of, you can kind of paint well, with a broad brush there. So, Well, that's that's very true. You don't want to stereotype, but I do know a friend of mine that used to work at Creole in Colorado. He, he moved mm-hmm. back here to Champaign. But, uh, they got rid of all the American workers and got a bunch of illegals in. And he vouched, he, he, he flat out said a lot of them were on the same social security number. Mm-hmm. Now, hardly any of them spoke English. And any future managers they hired were required to learn how to speak Spanish if they didn't already speak it. All right. Hey, Brian, thanks for the call. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yep. Facer Law Office invites you to attend their free seminar, The Seven Secrets You Need to Know to Protect Your Home, Your Assets, and Your Family from the Cost of Long-term care, learn about the law that completely changes the rules, and much more Wednesday, December 12th at one thirty at the I-Hotel. Call the Facer Law Office, 337-1111, to reserve your spot, 337-1111, and ask about the new book, co-authored by Elder Law Attorney Thorpe Facer. Protect your family. Don't write a blank check to the nursing home. Just an hour from me today. That means we got to hurry. we got to get to the news. And then we've got On the Money coming up at 10. Here's Michael Kaiser. All right, Marvin Gaye, the great one, and uh, heard it through the grapevine. Became the number one song starting in a couple of days this week. Need an excuse to play it, but it is the number one song 50 years ago today. There have been a few versions of it since then, but that's the original, I do believe. 938 here at DWS. 
couple of texts came in. We've got an open line here up until the top of the hour. Tomorrow I'll be out at Carl at the Fields, which reminds you there are four days left for you to help with the Carl Salvation Army toy drive. You can drop off toys or monetary donations all this week at any Carl location here in Champaign-Urbana. You can do it here at our studios. We're downtown, of course, 15 Main, downtown Champaign. Tomorrow I'll be broadcasting live, 9 to 11. Allie Adams will be out there, Whitney Emmert, Ed Bond, Carl at the Fields, just off West Curtis, out there near uh, First Christian Church in that area, if you're not sure where that is. Uh, you can drive through, drop toys off there if you'd like, or monetary donations between 7 a.m. and 11 a.m. And again, I'll do Penny uh, live from there tomorrow. We'll have several guests, including Dr. Jim Leonard. If you can't stop by, you can make an online donation at carl.org or on the WDWS Facebook page. And you can do that. Uh, you can you can do all this tomorrow if you'd like. You can do it anytime. You can do it today. You can do it uh, Thursday. You can do it Friday. Uh, any of that. And if you want to just do it, you know, you, you're welcome to do it either or any or all of those ways. You can go online if you'd like. Carl.org. If you if you don't have time to do all that, but uh, we'll see you tomorrow out there, nine to eleven here on Penny for your thoughts. And we also had a. Uh, email from Mike, uh, text, he says, I see we lost the biggest Illini, Red Grange, and Chief Finn, and Charlie Finn. Yes, Charlie, our dear friend, passed away uh, late last week, uh, Saturday morning. And uh, our condolences to, of course, uh, Blanche and his family, uh, Pam, and uh, several other folks there that, uh, of course, connected to the Finn family. But, uh, yeah, Charlie was uh, one of a kind. Member of the uh, Champaign-Urbana Noon Kiwanis Club, served as president for a year, 2017 to 2018. A memorial service to celebrate the life of uh, Charlie Finn will be uh, Saturday at 10 a.m. at Savoy United Methodist Church. And they say, in lieu of other expressions of sympathy, donations to the University of Illinois Geese College of Business or the U of I Athletic Departments can be made through the U of I Foundation or Savoy United Methodist Church. So... Anyway, our um, sadness there with Charlie Finn, Clyde Smith, another Kiwanian, passed away. Uh, he had asked me, it's interesting, he had asked me to introduce Jim Rosso at tomorrow's noon meeting about a month ago. And we saw him in here every day going to the uh, Stevick Senior Center and uh, passed away in his sleep. I don't know, I think it was about 10 days ago or so. So, uh, boy, big, big losses for our community there. We're at 941 here at DWS. California Raisins is what uh, that song makes me think of. Yeah, they they tied that in with a uh, commercial, didn't they? Pretty effectively. <laughs> All right, three five six nine three nine seven, and to the phones, Jim. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Brian. Hey, just I just want to. I don't want to kick kick in this horse, but uh, the caller before was talking about uh, the kitchen, speaking Spanish mm -hmm. and all. Uh, you mentioned that they, they could very well be citizens, and that's true. But can you imagine if if your great-grandfather, if your grandfather had moved to Paris and never learned one word of French, and your father never learned French, and you can speak it, but you won't admit to it, is that assimilating? Is that is that Are you in Paris because you want to be a Frenchman or because you want free stuff? Can you imagine... Moving to Berlin and three generations later, not speaking one word of German. I mean, these guys, you know, it's, it's just if you want to be a citizen, it's because you want to be a citizen. Mm -hmm. If you want to come here to see how much free stuff you can get, well, that's a different story. 
Well, and I think, and, and you know, and I, I, and I don't know what the immigration, I've never taken the immigration test, obviously, or seen one, but I'm guessing part of it is you've got to know something about U.S. history. You've got to be able to know some basic things, right, with English? Right. Sure. I would think. Sure. But that's not, I mean, if you don't make an attempt to learn any of this after a couple generations, it kind of tells me where your heart is, I think. Mm. You know, you're not here to become an American. You're here because you can get a lot of free stuff. All right. Well, thank you, Jim. That's, that's my thoughts on it. Hey, thank I, you. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, and and in some cases, I think there, there's a lot of legitimate cases of people trying to get a better life. I mean, they lived in poverty. Now, does that make it right that they just come across the border with no – you've got all these people that are trying to get in legally, go through the process, which can take a long time, and then you've got other people just coming across – Obviously, that's not fair to those who do it the legal way. And that's at the heart of the debate here. We're at uh, 943 here at DWS. Texter says, Milton Friedman said you can have a country with social programs or open borders, but you can't have both and survive. The president isn't in charge of spending, so he can't fund the wall through the military. But as commander-in-chief, he can move the troops there. I would give Democrats that choice if I were him. To the phones to Stan. Hey, Stan, good morning. Hey, Brian, good morning. Uh, I'd like to respond to Jim first, then I'd like to talk about the riots in France. Uh, I'm not familiar with this case that he's talking about, but he sounds like the arrogant, poorly informed Trump supporters that believe that just because somebody can speak another language, they can't speak English. Um, there are people from south of the border that uh, haven't learned English yet, but they're all trying. There's no, no conspiracy not to learn to speak English, as he seemed to think there is. Mm -hmm. That's another question. Another okay. Thing. All right. <clears throat> About the riots in France. The corporate media is failing to tell the American people what those riots are really about. And what the riots are really about is the tremendous wealth tax cut of a couple of years ago in France. They had a wealth tax cut that was funded supposedly by growth in the economy and by a cut to social programs for middle and lower income people. And once Macron found out that the tax, uh, that the services cuts wasn't enough to make up for the loss in revenue from the wealth tax, he decided to fill that gap with another tax on middle and lower income people. This was a tax on fuel. The fuel tax is the straw that broke Campbell's back. It's not the cause. The cause is this failed Republican policy of trickle-down economics. It doesn't spur the economy, and it does nothing except make wealthy people wealthier and expand the gap in uh, wealth between poor people and rich people. That's all it does. So he was trying to make up for the money lost by uh, he, he was forced to tax, raise the gas tax? Is that what you're saying? Well, he wanted to fill the gap mm -hmm. that wasn't filled by the cut in, in uh, housing subsistence to poor and, and middle-income people. Mm. 
Did you know anything about that part of it? Oh, I followed, yeah, a lot of it. I haven't followed in detail like you have, but I, I kind of know the general outline of what happened. So you knew about the, the wealth tax cut? Yes, I did, actually. Okay. But, All right. Okay. Well, you you would do more research than a lot of people, so I <laughs> okay. thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Yeah, 356-9397. Uh, you can uh, text us, Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 3515357946. And Tony. Hey, Tony. Hi, the guy stole my thunder. I was going to say just because they're in the back room of a kitchen speaking Spanish doesn't mean they don't speak English. I go to the mall on the weekends and I see all these Asian kids from U of I and they're not speaking English. They're speaking Asian. Do you know why? Because that's their first language and that's what they're most comfortable doing. Um, and as far as these white workers with a 3.5 unemployment rate or 3.6 and Trump's doing so great, the white workers don't need jobs um, and they won't take the jobs that Mex Mexicans are taking anyway, like cleaning houses, building, picking fruit. Um, so I don't know where that guy um, you know, gets off saying that. So without illegals, and without Hispanics, I don't know what would happen to this country because we need them to do these services that lazy Americans don't want to do. And maybe that's just what it comes down to. Americans are lazy and don't want to do the jobs that require some hard work. Yeah, well, maybe. But what's happened, I think, here recently is the job market's been full. In other words, it's been, um, you know, they've been trying to... to uh, the, yeah, we, the, have, we, have full, we have full employment. So yeah. if we didn't have these people to take the jobs, what would we do then? Yeah. We'd be without services. All right. Hey, thank you, Tony. Right? Hey, I, I appreciate it. Good point. All right, back in a moment here. More uh, phone calls straight ahead, emails, texts. On a Tuesday sprint on the money here with Paul Rudy and company coming up here in just a bit. Two weeks out from Christmas, three weeks out from the new year. They did a survey of 30, uh, 155 people. They say 78% of people plan to shop online for the 2018 holiday season. 87% of shoppers say they do a majority of their holiday shopping outside of work. 9% admitted they do it online at work. And 52% of those 3,100-plus say they create a budget for their holiday shopping, and 80% of people actually stick to their budget. And of those uh, 3,155, 69% of parents spend the most on their kids. 77% of people consider themselves to be good gift givers. And this is where my daughters would fall. 51% uh, of younger people aged 18 to 30 and uh, stepsons as well, say they would rather receive cash or gift card to help them pay a monthly expense. <laughs> so that's kind of where they are at. 73% of people over 60 who would rather receive a nice item that they wouldn't normally buy for themselves. Those are a few Christmas numbers. All right, uh, 356-9397, the Beef House in Covington, Indiana. Great stopping point over in Covington. Uh, check out the uh, great entrees there. Of course, they have steaks. I mean, that's a given. You smell that when you come in. As soon as you pull into the parking lot, you can get uh, beef, pork, chops. You can do that, one or two, I do believe. they got pan-fried chicken. Of course, all the great uh, items on the lunch buffet. If you go the lunch buffet route, take a group over, take some family. Maybe they're in town. They've never been to the beef house. Now's a chance to do that. 
Bob and Bonnie Wright, the Beef House in Covington, Indiana. Back to the phones here to Tim. Hey. Hey, Tim. Brian. Good. How are you, sir? Uh, oh, pretty good. You know, um, I've been quiet listening to Stan over the last few years. He's been complaining about injustice in America. You know, black lives matter, but all lives matter. I want to see a sign like that. Um, maybe Stan leads and leads needs to learn French and Spanish, which was taught in high school, and I went to high school. Uh, it's almost like Macron is like Marie Antoinette. Uh, instead of saying, let them uh, drive, let them walk, basically saying, let them eat cake. And I'm ready to see uh, Victor Hugo, Jean Valjean, lead the uh, demonstrations in Paris, France against Macron. Anybody who knows who Jean Valjean is needs to uh, read Les Miserables. And as far as the, the border, maybe we should need to extend the Monroe, Monroe Doctrine to Central America and basically take over Central America and make uh, all, all those states and uh, let them give up their sovereignty to the United States, which is what they want to do to America. They basically want to brown, be, brown out with the uh, militant group La Raza, California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. Because we took took that back in uh, 1848 with the Mexican War, which they uh, still feel that that those states are Mexico's and not ours. But anyone who real, uh, understands history was the, the Spanish are the one who invaded Central America and took over their countries. So I'm tired of hearing Stan complain about what's right, what's wrong with America. He needs to realize what's right with America. And white privilege, you know what, Stan, if you're white, you need to be blessed that you're white and not a person of color because you would feel oppressed all day of your life. And that's my question. Comments to Stan, and I'm pretty just agitated with the whole political system. But if they really want to have a problem along the border, put razor wire and let them try to pull a, pull a baby under the razor wire. That will stop that stuff right now. Thanks, Brian. All right. Take Thank care. you, Tim. All right, three five six nine three nine seven. Good morning, Brian. All this talk about the wall. Where did they find El Chapo? Have a good day. Of course, that's the drug lord there. Life according to Stan. Everything that goes wrong is the fault of Republicans. Even riots in France. That's a text. The Asians are going home. Many speak Spanish. They are talking about you behind your back. Hey, Tony, who used to do those jobs? And another texture says, "Whoa, the hammer just hit the nail. Americans are lazy." All right, back in a moment. Nine fifty six. All right, get us in the Christmas spirit here. Two weeks out. Paul Rudy and company coming in here just in a few minutes after the news at 10. I'll be back tomorrow. We'll broadcast live from the uh, Big Toy Drive effort. It's the uh, big, big day tomorrow where you can stop by the uh, location out there at Carl at the Fields. I'll be there. We're broadcasting live uh, 7 a.m. to 11. I'll do the Penny Show live there tomorrow from 9 to 11. Dr. Jim Leonard among our guests tomorrow. Uh, towards the end of the, well, I'm sorry, next week, among our guests, Rod Cardinal, Jim Angel, and Judge Jason Baum. And, of course, the lead-up to the uh, bragging rights game against the Missouri Tigers. And uh, our last texter, emailer, for Jerry from Urbana, says, Jim was totally right, and the last callers were just incorrect. If an immigrant moves to this country to live, 
then they should learn English. The Asian students that were referenced are not moving here in most cases. Big difference. We were talking people that have moved here and have been here for years that do not speak English. If you or I moved to Mexico, we darn sure would learn that language as soon as possible. That email from Jerry. All right, that's it for me. Up next, Paul Rudy on the money. Enjoy the sunshine. Stay warm. WDWS Champaign-Urbana. Have a great day, everybody.